how do we build a loving, blended family? Bringing two families into one can be challenging and rewarding. What are some of the joys of having a blended family? What challenges do blended families face? According to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, it can take up to two years for blended families to adjust to changes. But parents who are proactive in addressing potential problems can make the adjustment smoother. Join us today as I interview Dana Herps. She is the mother and stepmother to five children that are still in the home. She'll share how she has loved, encouraged, spent time with the children, and helped them bond as a loving family unit. We'll talk about building a loving, blended family. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries, and your host for today's program. Dana, thanks for being my guest today on Family Shield. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to learn more about your blended family. Uh, I have known you for many years, and it's been exciting to see. But how long has your family, uh, your blended family, been together? About five years now. This will be um, five years of holidays I just posted recently. Ah, wonderful. Tell us about your family. Um, So when... Okay. My other half, he comes from, um, he already had three children from a previous marriage. I came into the relationship with two. And then now we have added one of our own. So six altogether, five that are in the home. Um, you know, it's it's a house full. It but is. It's, it it's is. fun. Yeah. It's been fun figuring things out for sure. Right. Now, what are their ages spanning? Okay. Ages? So in the home, we have 16, one that's about to turn 13, four days later, one that will be 12, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You have a house full. Yes. Fun times, but also can be frustrating sometimes. Yes, it can. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, tell us about a joy of being a blended family. Um. You know, to to see how they have like blended to not just, you know, there there are no steps like, you know, this is my sister. This is my brother. You know, we don't differentiate who came from where we are one unit, you know, so I think that that is a joy of it because there are so many even families that are not blended that it's it's not a unit. It's it's not a joy to be a family. And these kids love family time. Which is a positive. Oh, for sure. For sure. And we might come back to more joys, but tell us about one challenge you've faced and how you dealt with it. So I think one of the biggest challenges, and I think others will relate to this, is, okay, so we have rules and stipulations in our home. But once they leave our home and they go to the other parent's house, you know, what are the belief systems over there? You know, um, what what is punishment like over there when certain things happen, you know, and and really trying to be on the same page there. And I know like we share a family calendar. I put all the stuff that the kids do into the calendar. It's shared with both dad who is at home and sees it on the calendar on the wall and mom. You know, that way she doesn't feel like she's excluded from anything. She sees when we have concerts. Mm. She sees, you know, I even put some of our plans in there. So she, you know, sees what's going on. Hey, Wednesdays, there's church and all of that. So... I think I'm, that's probably the best thing that I've done. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the, what others do, but I, I just see, and, and I'm not surprised that you don't say 
this is my stepson. I just never heard you say that on anything that I saw no. in writing. No. And um, I just see a lot of love, mm-hmm. a lot of love. Mm-hmm. But it's, like I said, it has to always be challenging. We'll probably get back to some of those things uh, soon. But what do you do when one child needs more attention than the other? You give it to them. You do. Um, In the very beginning of our relationship, I used to make it a habit to go on dates with each of them individually. Um, Many years ago, when I first started going to the church I go to now, they went to a Hearts at Home conference. And I went and I learned big things there. Like each child is different and each child will require a different kind of attention. You know, I have one that wants to be loved on. I have one that just wants to tell me what he has done and built with his computer. I don't understand it all, but, (laughs) you know, yes, and I understand, and uh uh-huh, and wow, you know, those types of things. So you just learn what each child needs, and, you know, if you're proactive, you can give them that attention before it necessarily gets to a point where sometimes they act out when they need attention, and I think that's something we've learned over the years, you know, especially with the one that's about to be 13, if he gets the right kind of attention before it gets to a certain place, we maybe don't act out to get that attention. Are you familiar with the book, The Five Love Languages for Children? No. You need to be because you're doing what they're saying. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great book uh, by Dr. Uh, Chapman, and he also has one for marriages. But it is anticipating what their love language is. I do have the um, the adult book. one, and I think you actually sent that oh, to me. Oh, maybe I Because did. I have been reading that, and how, no, yeah. they're not the same. They're and, not And at there's all. one for children. I've done a radio program with them on that, but I dearly love it. But for couples, um, you know, I'm like, when couples are having problems, learn the love language mm-hmm. of your spouse. It's just so important. So you yeah. are doing that, whether you knew it or not, no. for your own children. I will have to look into That's the book, great. though. That's great. So uh, uh, another kind of related to that, with five children, how do you deal with the extracurricular activities? Uh, and how do you work together as a family? Maybe the, let's make those separate. The extracurricular activities, especially for the older children, can they do it all? Okay, yes. So the calendar thing really has been the lifesaver. Um, I have a huge calendar on the wall. It's in the kitchen. Every person has a different color. I think that that is one of the main things. So you're not just like looking and you see a whole bunch of, you know, one color. No, this kid has this. This kid has this. Um, We write in red when it is a family thing. So, you know, Wednesday night for church, um, Sundays for church. If somebody is going to um, have a band or an orchestra concert, you know, Those are family things. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you don't want to sit through a sibling's concert. We do this as a family to support them. So um, me and dad kind of have it worked out where he works during the day. I work in the evening. We work at the same place. Um, So that kind of keeps everybody up on what's going on when, who needs to be picked up. Luckily, their mom um, is very good. You know, hey, we we have a conflict in schedules going on. You know, 
would would you like to pick this person up and you know bring them home or do this and you know she's she's always very willing so that helps yeah that does help it does help i'm sure a lot of times that is not the case right yeah blessings for that so you already talked a little bit how do you work together as a family but share another example of how you work together as a family okay food food is a big thing in our house um we are on our second diet within like the past year now so i for one i think that food brings you together and it is something when you have to cook for a family that is that large you know i enjoy cooking so i take my time anyways but when you add that many portions of something sometimes you need multiple hands and they don't give them to you when you have more kids so Um, we break things down. And I also feel like, you know, we we're learning for our futures, you know, one day the 16 year old, he's going to be in college, I want you to be able to feed yourself stuff other than ramen noodles, Mm -hmm. you know, so we break it up, who can do what, you know, who can use the cheese grater to do this, who can make the salad, you know, um, the older ones, let's start teaching you on top of the stove. So that is something that I think is, it's a family and a team building thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing I push in the house is we are a team. Okay, so we work together, even when it comes down to the house, you know, each person takes an area and I like to play a game. So there's no anybody getting um, heard about the choices. We play the ABC game. I have it in my head, you know, okay, so this chore is this, this chore is this, this is this. You want A, B or C. They pick a letter. Okay, so I give them the chore (laughs) that corresponds with that. And, you know, they're like, oh, and they'll trade if that's not the one that they want. And I really didn't have to do much work. They figured it out on their own. Good for you. That is awesome. (laughs) So talk just a little bit. I know you could talk a lot about this, but how you you help your children know and love Jesus. Okay, so this I have been thinking about this lately and not just because this was coming up, but okay, so in my head, you know, when I spend time with Jesus, me personally, leave me alone. I want to be in my I don't want to, you know, I don't want to answer questions right now. I want my time and I'm like, "No, no, because if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you, you know, I want you to get into your devotions every day. Hey, you know, make it a habit to read a chapter a day. Then I have to show, you know, not just, "Okay, I'm going to do my reading and my writing now," but let them be a part of that. And so how do you let them be a part of that is a big question because what I'm reading in my Bible is either over their head or it's something boring that will what will what well just because it is so we have a couple different um, books that we go through I know like when I read mine they have different versions of the Bible and just they enjoy just sitting and being together and so we got a king-size bed and I just fill the bed up and we have a little powwow oh, with everybody nice. in their own Bibles. It always leads to question time, but it works. That's a great it does. idea. So everybody has the Bible that's more mm-hmm. appropriate for them, which yeah. I love the children to have mm-hmm. the children's Bible and then reading to the little ones that mm-hmm. can't read themselves. And like the third, the 
the son that's about to be 13, he has like the action Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are not all into reading nowadays is not not something that they, if it's not on YouTube, they don't want to see it. But that action Bible, I think, has really helped him. And, you know, with me, hey, read, read a chapter a day. They come back with, hey, I read five. Hey, I read six <laughs> because it's so much easier for them to comprehend, which is awesome. And the babies, they just love to be read to anyways. Sure they do. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's important. And I know we could talk a lot more about what you do, but we have more to talk about. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure we have enough time. So you touched on this a little bit, but um, how do you help your family bond? Okay. So to maybe s- go back. Okay. Because I'm sure for some of our listeners that have just become families, blended families, mm-hmm. they may be back for four, four and a half years where you were back when. Board games. Board games. Board games. Mm-hmm. Board games, card games. Um, I think we have every version of Monopoly that you could think of. We have figured out our own ways to play Monopoly, how people don't get mad and actually want to stay till the end of the game. Um, We've played every version of Uno. I know for Christmas, we always get a family gift and it's always usually games. This year, we actually got a Nintendo Switch and we decided that every Tuesday, so one Tuesday a month, we will go see a movie. And then the other Tuesdays of the month is family night. So it is a board game or this. So we've been getting on the Wii and we've been competing in Mario. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Our grandkids have have those too. It's fun to watch the girls beat the boys. (laughs) Very good. I want to make some announcements and then we'll continue talking about your blended family and ways that some of the things that you've done can help our listeners that might be in that situation are just beginning a blended family. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 radio stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast. Recently, we produced a new Family Shield bookmark. We'd love to send you one. If you'd like to receive it, send us your address to witness to family at gmail.com. That's witness to to family at gmail.com. Today, we're also giving away Raising Your Children with Respect. To receive a copy of this complimentary booklet, call the Family Shield Response Center 1 877 250 Your prayers and support allow Family Shield to continue the radio and podcast program. Send your gifts to Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 631. One six, Our charge a one-time gift or monthly gift on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com. If you're a Thrivent financial member, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield. Go to their website, www.thrivent.com slash Thrivent Choice, or call them at 1-800-847-4836, and one of their employees will help you. All Thrivent gifts support our radio and podcast ministry. Now I want to go back to my guest, Dana Herbst. She is a mother of a blended family of five that are in the home, and uh, we were talking Talking about just bonding. Did you have any uh, anything else to share about that? 
No, not, I mean, just designating a day to make sure that you do it. That's great. Do That's it. Good ideas. You and know, don't, don't yep. make excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Like, do it. And like I said, use food. Make, do, um, a build your own pizza night. Yeah. You know, yeah. talk. Right. My daughter and her family love games, too. When you were mm-hmm. talking about games, we played a, a new one they got. Uh, during the holidays when we were in Minnesota visiting them. And I was laughing so hard. She was taking pictures of me because I was like crying. Mm -hmm. I was laughing so hard. Sometimes the games are way over my head with my grandkids. I Mm -hmm. can't keep up. But this was a fun, (laughs) easy one. And it was, it was, uh, it is, it is a helpful fish. They, they like that too. So um, what about traditions? Have you started any new traditions with your family? So I would say I have a couple that stick out to me. So and this this is, again, you know, um, figuring out their love languages, I suppose. Mm So um, the daughter that is about to be 12, she loves the holiday decorations. At first, I really just thought that it was Christmas and, you know, getting into the Christmas spirit and whatnot. And that was probably in the beginning of our relationship, you know, five years ago. And um, they had never had a real Christmas tree. They had always had fake ones. And honestly, I don't know, did they have fake trees when I was a kid? I'm not sure. We always had a real one. Uh So that is definitely a tradition that has gone on, you know, um, going and picking it out and figuring out what tree is going to poke you for the next month every time you go to water it. And, uh, you know, we've done that. And then, you know, people, a lot of people will, you know, pick themes for their trees. Ours is nostalgia because since I have met them and since, you know, the very first Christmas, we have made ornaments together. The ornaments that they make at school, I have kept all of Mm -hmm. this. And so every year we get them out and, you know, they get a new ornament every year and, you know, they'll go back. And as we put them on the tree, they're like, oh, I remember this or I remember why I bought this one. Mm -hmm. And so... um, We had to get a bigger tree this year because, you know, we have so many ornaments now. So that was nice. And um, I've learned to just buy decorations for every holiday. So she she's already got all the Valentine's Day (laughs) stuff up. So, you know, just letting her do that and seeing that joy in her face and, you Uh know, the Christmas thing. And um, this year we did do um, it was called somebody sent it to me and it was like a thankful pumpkin. So we got a big white pumpkin for the month of November and wrote each day on there something that we were thankful for. Oh, nice. And, you know, just colored the whole sure, thing. I saw so, that. yeah, yeah that's that was idea. awesome. That's great. Well, we have t- we don't have time to, to share a lot more about that, but you've taken vacation with your blended family several times. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of the pictures and things on, on Facebook. Uh, where did you go? How did it go? And then tell us one story that our listeners might enjoy. So we did six states last year. Whoa. Yes. Um, we did do the Noah's Ark Museum. We went to the Creation Isn't Museum. That a great place? It was. It yeah. was awesome. I, we want to go again yeah. for sure. Um, that was a road trip. And we learned on that road trip that we definitely did not want to take a road trip to Florida <laughs> with the three-year-old because yeah. that was that, that was horrible. Yeah. So um, that trip was good. That trip was a road one, you know, just seeing what it would be like. Um, and then so our big trip was during the summer. So we flew and we went and we stayed in Hollywood, Florida for a week on the beach. And then we drove to Orlando and stayed there for another week. Um, flying was awesome. 
actually like the baby did so well i was very surprised luckily nowadays you do have ipads so that worked too um the flight wasn't very long so that was that was not bad um being down there you know, everybody kind of just did their own thing. The first week we were with his family, so they kind of just dispersed. We were right on the beach, so oh, nice. it was hotel, boardwalk, beach. And that was pretty much the whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Disney. I went to Disneyland as a kid. I didn't. I couldn't remember any roller coasters, and now I remember why, because they're not. But oh. that was awesome, because you just, like, jump on the ride as it's moving, and it takes you through all these things. So... That was good, but the goal is uh, forty-eight states by the time oh, the, wow. the three-year-old graduates high school. Education for them, yes. Yeah. My my husband's he's an only child. His parents used to do that with mm-hmm. him. They saw so many places. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. started collecting the magnets to each nice. state. Nice. So. That is great. Well, your family, we promoted this last year, a family prayer walk, mm-hmm. and your family took a prayer walk. We did. And we got some pictures. I shared it in the email newsletter. Uh, and, and as I look back over the last year, I say, I know a lot of people were doing it, but they didn't always mention us. We weren't trying to mm-hmm. make it a fundraiser or anything. We just wanted to encourage families to walk and talk and and pray sometime while they walked. I had one person that interviewed me wanted to know, when you go on a pr- family prayer walk, do you pray the whole time? I'm like, no. <laughs> Why would you want to pray the whole time? But just stop at some point and yeah. pray. How did that go for you? It went well. We went to Creef Corps. You know, that's always a good place to go walking. It was right by the house. Um, but we go and we also do the thing, you know, you see the rocks that people leave all over. And, you know, some are just gorgeous pictures and some have inspirational oh, yeah. quotes on them. Yeah. Rocks. So yeah. We, we took rocks with us to drop as we walked. And we also picked up rocks for the next time that we walked. Um, and just just like getting out there, even when I was on my way here today praying, you know, sometimes praying out loud is different mm-hmm. than praying, you know, in your head. And so just to share that with them. And, you know, we pray for dinner and we pray at night. But I think that it's important for them to hear you pray. Yes. You they know? need to know that yes. prayer is important to you. You know, God answers mm-hmm. prayer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't. I haven't even mentioned this on the radio, but I've been going through chemo treatment again, and I, I am done, and I had my test, and I am, again, second time, cancer-free from my lymphoma cancer. Same kind as last time. That's awesome. And I'm praising God because it's like, first time, okay, this is okay. Second time, it's pretty much a miracle, and we know God answers prayer, yes. and I'm just thrilled because I'm ready to keep doing things. And you would never I, think. I'm, yeah. Well, and I somebody said to me yesterday, I talked to well, Kay, you never stopped, did you? I said, no, I just kept working, mm-hmm. praying, you know, mm-hmm. asked people to pray, and, and said, it's, I know God doesn't always answer the way we want. I had a 32-year-old son pass away from mm-hmm. cancer, you know, so I, I don't sit there and say, I prayed and I asked for this and that's what I'm going to get. It's going to be a mm-hmm. yes. It's not always a yes. And his but will will be done. His will will be way. done. And that's what I, I was just comfortable in knowing God would do what was best. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and and so I'm praising God for that, and, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for that. But um, uh, just I had a couple a Bible verse I meant to mention when we were talking about faith. I just want to read it to you, and just you've talked a lot about this verse actually. And these words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. 
and you shall teach them diligently to your sons, and I always say God meant sons and daughters, and shall talk to them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and write them on the doorpost of your house. From Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 8. It's one of my favorite verses. It is an Old Testament verse. And walking and talking, you know, Mm -hmm. just uh, you've talked a lot about how you're communicating. I think one of the keys, you're very organized. I can tell that. (laughs) That (laughs) Calendar with all those things. (laughs) And that's so helpful for families. Families that don't have someone helping them be organized are are going to be in disarray a lot. Mm -hmm. And and that is a gift that God gives. But people can learn how to do that as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, So any thoughts about that verse? No, that is what it that is what it is. And, you know, um, even even, you know, with work, do everything and give him the glory, mm-hmm. you know, and it does it, you know, whether it be raising the kids or serving tables, you know, is as long as you are doing it for him, it all comes out right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it's just it's an amazing journey. And, you know, when when you lead by example, you really do. You you see where they fall into place. And mm-hmm. and our job is is to get that seed there and God will help it grow. That's fantastic. And and you just help it by, you know, being being a light in their lives, mm-hmm. showing yeah. them. Showing them and helping them mm-hmm. learn how to be uh uh children of the Lord, but mm-hmm. also just being good citizens and, yes. and, and doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And you have one uh, that uh, is, uh, I guess, the high school student that uh, is a good student, but yes. didn't he just get some kind of a scholarship? Oh, or? he got accepted to North Tech next year, which is awesome. He's he's very good with the computers, and we keep going back and forth on what it is that he wants to do with his life. And I think overall, he wants to be first chair in the St. Louis Symphony oh. for uh, tuba, which is amazing. Huh. And he just, he's, he's a go-getter. That is fantastic. And everything he puts his mind to, he didn't, does. Didn't he have to change schools this year Yes. As well? he He's always, the whole time, like, I think they moved around a lot before I met them. And I've a big thing has been trying to be consistent. And he did. He changed schools, and he ended up in second chair this year, which is awesome, especially for being new. That is fantastic. It and is. We, have, we have two minutes left. Any thought as we close anything if you have a blended family do not give up on it i think one of the best things that i ever read that has stuck with me especially through this um rick warren's book um the purpose driven Mm -hmm. like he said in there that god may have used your parents to give you the dna that you need to be who he designed you to be but that didn't necessarily mean that those people would be the people who ended up raising you whether it be a blended family or an adoptive family or whatever way that you became a family, God made you that family for a reason. Mm. And just because you have God on your side doesn't mean you're not going to have problems. It means that he's there to help you through them. So push on. Oh, that's great. That's a good a good closing. Again, my guest is Dana Herbst, and she is the mom of five children. It's a blended family. Um, I have enjoyed the program today. I wish I could have another uh, half an hour to keep talking to her about all the wonderful things she's been doing, uh, she and her husband have been doing with those children. Um, if you want to learn more about Family Shield Ministries, go to our website at www.familyshield.com shieldministries.com 
And uh, we are giving away the book, Raising Your Children with Respect. So again, if you want to uh, get that book, just call our response center. That's one 8416 and they will send you that book. Again, this is Kay Meyer, host of Family Shield, and uh, we're so thankful that you've been listening. Uh, We ask that uh, the Lord will bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. And tune in again next week for Family Shield. Thank you.